Yes, what's going on? It's Eduardo Jackson, your boy, CEO, founder, creator of the great Cinema Draft game. It is Friday. It is a micropod, and it is my pleasure to, to reintroduce fam of the pod, the man himself. It's Jay Devlin. What's going on, Jay Devlin? What up, son? It's good to be back. The resurgence is on. I'm diving back into Cinema Draft head first let's do yes. this i'm excited to see the call sheets i have not looked i texted you yesterday and i said that i think i have the nuts let's find okay. out bold statement well let, let's find out we're, we're going straight to the feature presentation and we're going to check out jay devlin's call sheet and see what exactly the best looking optimal call sheet is for this week there it is all right jay devlin so walk us through your strategy i will freeze the screen share there we go so go ahead and tell us about your strategy what's going on here it just felt like brad's status when it goes up to uh i think platform release has obviously shown that it's the most important uh release type in this game if you can nail a platform and a platform does well you're gonna win a week 453 screens man uh, you know it's oh my God, seven that's... below that's a seven pack. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Seven below the max. Anytime you can get almost 500 screens out of a platform, I don't care what movie it is, it can be National Treasure 11. I'll take it. <laughs> it's just, yes. And, and looks like, um, and looks, according to our, our friends over at Box Office, profit, well, actually, this is uh, uh, the Thursday results. They believe that it's going to do about 1.4 million this week. Actually, they didn't even list it. Oh, this is interesting. So actually, that's right. I actually had to go to the was the numbers or a box office profit. I went I went someplace to find an estimate for it because I couldn't find it anywhere else. I think it was box office profit, and they uh, and they believe that it's going to do about uh, 1.4 million. So once I saw that, that kind of helped solidify it in my mind a little bit as well. Where was it? it was box office guru? Who does predictions anymore? He doesn't do predictions. Um, yeah, yeah, here it is. I think it's a box office report. Box office report. There we go. Oh, that's a new one. I've never yeah. even heard of that one. Off the beaten path. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, they believe Brad Stats will do 1.4 million, which would translate to about, was it 453 screens? Like 19 points. Yeah, so it would it would that'd be about 19 points. It would translate to three, about about just under 3,100 per screen. We were talking off camera uh, yesterday about how if it does, uh, I'm estimating it might do between five and 7,500 because last week, last week, I mean, of course, in you know super limited release, last weekend it did 22,000 on four screens. Of course, it's New York and LA, and it's only on four screens. So I thought if it did even 5,000, it's it's definitely a sure shot. It's 5,000 per screen at 453 screens is 2.2 million. So it's actually that's pretty that's pretty wise strategy, Jay Devlin. Yeah, I like it. I'm curious how many other people stacked it the way I did. It just, like I said, it just seemed obvious. 453 screens. It did 22,000 last week. If you bump it down to about even 5,000 a screen, it's a no-brainer when you're getting oh, absolutely. huge points out of something like that. So let's see what you did. What, what were you up to? So, so I'll, although I, I've still, you know, I mean, I've gotten per screen averages wrong before. I was, th I still decided to go with the quote unquote experts. So I kind of shaded it towards, okay, I'm thinking this is going to do 1.4 million, which at one point per hundred thousand in platform release would be about 14 points or in 
uh, headliner status, that'd be about oh, just under a shade under 20 points. So I went with, and this would be a while to come with this strategy because I worked my way up once again, started in the $10 background talent, worked my way up to the $125 feature presentation. This is kind of what I landed on. Kingsman is, and I saw Kingsman last night, and okay, quick, was quick, quick side review that it's it's got a lot of the same outrageous action as the first one, but it is easily 20 minutes too long and it just feels a little off. I, I enjoyed it, like I had fun. It's great to see in a D-box theater with the seat moving to and fro, but it just fell a little off. It wasn't, you know, I, I, I think I'd give it two reels, two out of four, so. But, uh, but I enjoyed it, it was fun. I think it's definitely more enjoyable if you see it either on a really big screen or in a seat that moves, like D-box. But so considering, I'm so I, Where are you at, brother? No, no, go ahead. There you, no, you were going in and out right there. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see Kingsman. I loved, absolutely loved the first one. Anybody yeah, who didn't so did love I. the first one is, is absolutely crazy. I think I have not seen it yet, but I think they probably went over the top a little bit little on the second bit, one. A little bit, but I mean, the first one was pretty over the top too. I mean, a lot of stuff just kind of, I mean, like like all the, I really dig the acrobatic, you know, action. So, because you see like Eggsy doing all this weird, like twisting around someone's body and shooting someone in one motion. All that shit that, that requires like, a lot of wire work and really physically isn't impossible. Is, is impossible. I like that shit. I dig that shit. So, I'm, I'm, but it, it is, you'll love all that stuff. It's just, you'll see what I mean when I, when I say it feels like it's 20 minutes too long. And Julianne Moore is really kooky. Um, I feel like she's having fun, but her character's kind of all over the place. So I don't know. It's uh, you don't go to these things for the character, really. I, I get that, but it's just it's it's interesting. It's it, it's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. The first one I thought was great. It was like legit fun, you know, and and really really out there. So I don't know. I enjoyed this. It, it's yeah. just not as much as I thought it would. I don't like when you pack too many stars into something. It's not really like, you know, like Ocean's Eleven, I get it. When you come at the outset, it's like, all right, this is what we're doing. We're doing 11 stars. The first one was just like Colin Firth was the big star. Right. And now all of a sudden we have a second movie already, and now there's like Halle Berry, Channing Tatum, <laughs> yep. Jeff yeah. Bridges. Now you're just like throwing it in my face. I'm excited to see it, looking forward to it. I do not think it does what people think it's going to do this week. Interesting, you know, and actually that could, that's a bold call, but it might be a right call. I'd be interested to see what the cinema scores are after this weekend. I'm feeling like it's going to be like a B plus ish and, and that might actually tamp down uh, the results by, you know, five or seven million. And if that's the case, then I might be screwed, but I went the other way though, because I figured, especially based off of the box office pro projection of 41.5 million. And if you, let's see, if we back it up with the box office profit, they see an even bigger gap between the Lego movie and, and Kingsman. But honestly, to be honest with you, this, this gap doesn't even feel real, but uh, it feels too wide. And the, and this site has gotten it really wrong before. So actually I should have taken that into account, but considering that Kingsman by any account is going to be the number one movie this weekend, mm -hmm. I figured I would just double down on the headliners, which is pretty much all I could afford with a viable call sheet. I went with a five pack of Brad status because you're because even at you know 1.4 million or 14 points per actor, 19.6 for headliners, I still figured that I'd get a you know pretty uh, good chunk of that scoring right there. And then I just kind of had to fill in the blanks. Battle of the Sexes is gonna do better than we think it's gonna do. I think on 21 screens, I, I think it's gonna do at least 600,000. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess, what's the screen average for that? 
Uh, I, well, it's new, so we don't know. Oh, you, oh, you mean for six hundred thousand? Yeah. Six hundred thousand. It's like what's that? Like thirty? Let's see, thousand. It's like thirty thousand a screen. No, twenty eight thousand a screen. But when you consider that Brad's freaking status did twenty two thousand, and it's just got Ben Stiller in New York Ooh. and L A. I, mean, I, I gotta ask though. Like, I'm a tennis guy. I'm a sports guy. I have a sports radio show. I do sports for Facebook. What? Like, why do you think a niche tennis movie about something that happened in the seventies? is going to resonate with people. Well, okay. Well, that's a fair question. And I think it's, it's two things. One, it's the star power of Emma Stone and Steve Carell. Um, People love them. People love them together. Crazy, stupid love. And then also, uh, and also the fact that we're, we're in a, we're in a moment where, you know, people are, are feeling themselves, you know, it's, it's, it's historical fiction, but you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of think pieces, you know, uh, relating to the timeliness of the movie to today's times and, and empowering people and all sorts of stuff. So I think it'd be interesting. I, and also it's just, a, it's an interesting story. And the way they've marketed, I think has been pretty, has been pretty smart because it's not just, it's actually, they really show very little about the event. It's all about the marketing and the hype leading up to the, that event. And I think that's something a lot of people can buy into. I know I'm interested in all that stuff. Like how I guess Riggs is like this big, big time alcoholic and it's just like it's relentless self promoter and we see a lot of self-promotion these days especially in the age of social media uh no that's fair and, and i'm totally stoked to see it because i like i said i'm a tennis guy i remember i'm old too so i'm old i remember bobby riggs i remember <laughs> billy jean king but i, I don't know I, i'm just curious to see how that resonates in like a general public maybe the flyover states why do people in kansas or iowa or well, well that's just it it's, it's only on 21 screens so it's not going to be in the flyover states i don't think it's in vegas it's on 20 okay. screens which means it, they could do 20 screens in la alone i mean it's probably split between yeah. LA, New York, and I think like maybe Chicago and a few metro centers. So, and that, and that's actually really smart because uh, even though you usually see movies like this opening, actually, let me bring up the IMDb on it while we're talking about it real quick. Uh, what's really smart about this is that is that eat, while they usually open like on four, four, six screens just in New York and LA, this is kind of cool that they're doing it in a few other different cities only because if it gets a really high per screen average, that in itself will get like a lot of attention, like, oh, look how much it made on just these screens. And I'm going to actually help its chances when they roll it out wider to the flyover, to the quote unquote flyover states. No offense, Nebraska, Kansas, North Dakota, whatever. Um, and, I, and, you know, historical fiction's really well cast. Look at Natalie Morales, love her, you know, Emma Stone. Look at these 70 styles. Oh my God, looks looks like Draft Bomb's uh, shag rug in the upstairs attic. <laughs> it's great. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. It's, like I said, well cast. Um, you know, it's historical fiction. I'm a sucker for that. A, an event that people somewhat know about. The millennials probably don't know about. So. They do not know about this. This is nobody. <laughs> nobody knows about this. Come on. I mean, you know, this is right in our wheelhouse. We're in our 40s. We remember it. But here's the other point: like sports, sports and movies. Yes. I'm dying to see Emma Stone swing a fucking tennis racket. Oh, yeah, that might be dicey. <laughs> like, how are they going to do this? Like, tennis is a very important part of this movie. And they're playing tennis with, like, T2000s. They're not playing with, like, new rackets, <laughs> with new technology. So these stars who don't play tennis have to then film tennis scenes with archaic equipment. I, I don't know how this is going to look good. I, I just don't know. I'm excited to see it, but... Well, when you put it like that, now I wish I could go back in time and redo my damn call sheet. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, look at it. As far as look at these stills, I'm intrigued. I'm actually more excited because this is super 70s. This is super duper 70s. It hadn't really clicked in my head like how 70s this movie was going to look. This looks really, really old school. Yeah, look at these rackets. Is that a wooden racket? Oh, my God. Do they even still make Wilson rackets? I don't even know. Do they make Wilson rackets? Uh, they do. 
but like they don't make them that look like that is the point. I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting. I've always said it. I've said this for years. I would love to see a billionaire, like maybe whoever's like Bill Gates. Yeah. Fund a tournament in the world for like $500 million. The first place, all the pros have to play with wood rackets. It would be the best tournament. It would be better than Wimbledon, better than the U S open. <laughs> and these are the pros. These, this is Roger Federer. This is Raphael right. Nadal, not Steve Carell and, and Emma Stone. So no more 100-mile-an-hour serves, huh? <laughs> no, but I, I just don't know how this is going to be good, like, sports-wise. Because every sports movie is judged on what? How the sports looks on screen. Pretty much. Or, or at the very least, if the sports look bad on screen, it can take you out of the movie, which is, you know, which, which you never really want. Okay. Well, okay, hey, yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. I, dude, I hope you're right. I hope oh, it's I hope a so. great movie. Well, besides, you know, winning and denying some of the $25 bonus, actually the $50 bonus this week for Call She of the Week, I, I, I'm now I'm a little more concerned because I didn't take into account all that. I really went off the strength of the marketing and the stone Corel connection. But, you know, you, you might be right. I might be right. It'll be, it'll be an interesting, semi-unpredictable weekend to see. So let's take a look at a few other call sheets. Let's see what the pros did. Yeah, all right, so what do you want to see? Ring, little ring balls. balls. Let's see what ring balls did. Ring balls! Okay, so, all right. So, yeah, break down this oh, call we, sheet for we, us. We battle the sex it up a little bit. All right, yeah, this is fine. This is, this seems like the status quo to me, though. This, this seems is, this very fairly, safe. Yeah, I was going to say safe, like safe, yes. Yeah, it was just really safe. Like, he, he took a bunch of stars, and then, like, only five Brad statuses. When Brad's status does, like, 2.2 .2 million this week, <laughs> you're all going to be like... Wow, I cannot believe 453 screens. I did not stack this movie. That's all That's I got. It's a lot of screens. And, and also, there must, be, there must be a lot of uh, middle aged angst out there, which is the only people who I think are going to go see this movie this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> no, agree. Are... <laughs> agree. Oh, okay, let's see. Who else? Uh, so, say, let's look at the pros. Take a look at Michael Volante, a, a former theater executive. Let's see. Okay. So, yeah. All right, five pack of Brad status, Kings. Okay, so I'm seeing a theme. You know, people are uh, are, are mind hiving my mind. Um, except stronger, which is interesting. I, I mean, you had to punt somewhere, I guess. Uh, limited release. I'm not sure. I'd start doing the numbers, and it's only at five five hundred and seventy four screens. Five hundred. Where is it? It's only on five hundred and where is it? Uh, what am I looking at? Uh, stronger. Where'd it go? No, there it is. Stronger, 574 screens, which is it's a bit of a tweener. It's just too big to be platform, too small to be limited. I'm not sure it's going to do what we think it's going to do. I tried to crunch numbers all all kinds of ways, and I didn't come up with anything that found it particularly appealing. It's not even on any of the 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 oh, the week. Well, here it is. Two million is the estimate on box office profits. Uh, which is four points. That's not bad. Um, replacement value this week, I think, is still going to be somewhere around six points, especially if you're rostering uh, anyone from Battle of the Sexes. So this might come up short. It might perform. We'll see. But with a non-headliner, you're probably look only looking at four points at best at two million, which is one point per five hundred thousand in box office and limited release. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is all call sheet. He'll probably get a, a top five or, or a solid cash. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, this is a safe call sheet. It's a pros, it's a pros, pros call sheet. You know, it's it's got the top movie of the week. It's got enough Brad status. It's got some Logan Lucky. It's got you know, it, it's just safe. It might win, but it it's not gambling enough for me. Gambling to okay. me is going all in on Brad status, 
winning the feature presentation by like 15 points is what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying oh. to win. I'm not trying oh, to win by one point. Is laid out. <laughs> I'm trying to like just lay people out and just run yes. away with it. Speaking of safe, let's take a quick look at excellent. He uh, just a consistent cash. He's just a machine. Although his 19 his record 19 week cinema draft call uh, cash streak is over. He went right back at it last week. Let's see what he's got this week. Uh, headliner stack of Kingsman, the Golden Circle, three girls trips and platform. Oh, wow. Which eh, this cannot this cannot win. This cannot win. <laughs> All right, why can't it win, Jay Devlin? I get it. he's got the three like the big dogs. Not enough Brad. zero Brad status. Seriously, that could hurt him. That's how definitely do you, hurt him. How do you avoid a movie in platform that has four hundred and fifty three screens? Bad strategy. Terrible strategy. <laughs> this is like a maybe a top thirty seven call sheet. <laughs> Out of eighteen players, I love yeah. it. I love it. Bold takes. We love we love having you in the in the in the house, Jay Devlin. Let's take a look at two more. Let's include. Let's do the draft mom real quick. I'll hand her over to you because you love her. You'll treat her with cake. Best call sheet of the week. It's, it hasn't even popped up yet. <laughs> Best call sheet of the week. This, this thing is perfect. It's the nuts. The stuff like the perfect lineup on DraftKings. That's what this is. For those listening to the podcast, she has uh, headliners from Kings. Actually, this is a uh, almost. This is she has eight out of ten. Actors are, are headliners. She's got headliners from Kingsman, the Lego Ninjago movie, and then she kind of goes a little off the map. She has a three-pack of Brad status, which is nice. She's been listening. Thanks for listening, Mom. But uh, Wind River, not bad. Viceroy's House, could surprise, but not uh, – nah, I don't know. And then three three Victoria and Abdul. She's clearly punting at this point. But even with your punts on a week like this where there's such a defined strategy, you kind of have to be – Fairly strategic. Victoria and Abdul are only on four screens. It's not going to give you what you want, Mom. So, but you know, like Jay Devlin said, perfect call sheet. We love you. We love it. <laughs> love it. Perfect. And uh, and who's who should be the last one? I'll give you the last pick. Uh, let's do a little uh, Cornell Westside. Yes, the working black writer who fresh off of his off of uh, producing his episode for dynasty oh this is not not a great call sheet <laughs> okay no. so the uh, the lego ninjago movie headliner stack uh it headliner uh annabelle creation headline this is going south pretty quick beach word Rose of the wise group. word of the wise never have five limited releases on your call sheet <laughs> just yes. like rule number one like never have five limited releases. You can't win. It's terrible. This is not this is not the week for the not the weekend for limited releases. It is not. <laughs> Occasionally no, no. we'll get a high performing limited release, but not too often. No, Cornell this. Westside, much love. Shout out to you, homeboy. This is awful. It is not a great call sheet. <laughs> All right, WBW, Kevin Garnett. You will have to try better next time. Uh and then I'll do one off the board. Kiana, friend of the pod, one of our, our highest performing uh viewers on the our guests in the pod. She had okay, so she had Kingsman, uh Lego, Ninjago, Triple, uh, or a, a headliner stack, uh King's Choice Beach Rats. Yeah, not too much King's Choice. Uh Mother is not gonna give you what you want, especially at that price. Emoji movie, but valiant effort, Kiana. Hope you you would cash this week. Unfortunately, does not look like the case. But we love all of you guys. You guys are all great players. We love having you uh, play the game, tell all your friends, all that good stuff. And yeah, parting shots, Jay Devlin. Parting thoughts, Jay Devlin. I mean, I'm excited to be back in Cinema Draft. We're back out of like the doldrums of like the worst summer movie extravaganza. It was the worst time. August of of. 
the last decade. The history to. of movies. Yes. It was bad. It was so bad. now we're back. It's September. October's around the corner. We've got some blockbusters on the, on the horizon. We're starting with the Kingsman this week. I'm excited to see it. I'm not American I'm made next week. Can't American wait. made. I'm ready to go on cruise control. As much cruise as I can get. Let's do it, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good uh good like fall and winter into cinema draft. Let's let's knock it out of the park. I got my movie pass. Can't wait. I'm very excited. I already tried it out. Works like a charm. Let's do it. <laughs> I went and saw Logan Lucky two days ago. Per yeah, year. yeah. Give us your thoughts on that. What do you think about I that? Loved I enjoyed it. it. I thought it was fantastic. So like, underrated. So underrated. So underrated. So well acted. Just like an enjoyable movie experience. And I don't, I don't have the movie pass, though. So after the $15 ticket, my chicken <laughs> fingers and fries, and my large Coke, like I'm $40 deep, but it was yeah. worth every penny. Love well, I, highly, I highly recommend Movie Pass. It's only ten bucks a month. They do pay for all non-special tickets, so you can't do like IMAX or 3D or, sadly, my D box. But any regular, you know, full price ticket, they will pay for it. You just have to show up thirty minutes uh, within thirty minutes of the of the time. Uh, check in on your app, and then you go swipe their card. It's like a Mastercard debit card, and it totally works. It's great. I, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm stoked. Like I said, I'm ready to dive into the movies again. Cinema draft is about to take off. You're about to take off. We're going to say we knew you when. Ed, <laughs> thanks for having me on. Too kind. And plug your ish. Yes. What you got going on over there with Mostly Sports? Hey, Mostly Sports every Monday, iHeartRadio, Facebook Live, uh, UBN Radio, the radio show. And then we're about to hit the road, Mike and I, and do 10 weeks of high school football around the country. Yeah, uh, we'll be working for Facebook Live, so it'll be exclusive on Facebook Live. Sports, probably about a million views a week for this uh, this high school football we'll be doing. So, whoa, you're it, now we can say we knew you when Jay Dallin. Hey, bro, we're on this together, man. It's a family. It's a hive mind. We're do, we're we're doing this 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 grind together. So, tune I love in. It. When you come to Vegas, when you going to come see Bishop Gorman? They're big we're, time. So Bishop Gorman, we got moved over. We're going to October thirteenth. We'll be in Vegas for Bishop Gorman, but in the meantime, we'll be in Florida, Texas, Utah. Southern California, Northern California, Philadelphia. We'll be all over the country, man, having a great time. And maybe I'll, I'll rock my cinema draft headband for the, <laughs> for the million people watching. There you go. That's excellent. Also, uh, guys, tune in to, to listen to him call sports because they get loose up in there. They get – I can only imagine with, uh, with football, the, the faster pace, but with their baseball stories, when they would do the area code games, they let loose some really interesting stuff. So definitely check them out on Facebook Live. We made you. Hashtag we made it. <laughs> we made it dog we coming up yes on the cut well thanks everybody for listening go to cinemadraft.co that is cinemadraft.co to nope we're not taking calls right now uh, to cinemadraft.co to sign up your friends and family make sure you spread the word follow us on all of our social media you can also uh, follow us on our homepage subscribe like comment on iTunes SoundCloud YouTube, wherever you get your fine podcasts. And movie pass or not, all together now, why don't you go see a movie or something?